Tammy and Zoe here with a question for you. What do you miss right now? What are you sad that has gone from your life presently? I miss tennis so badly and hugging like I can't even right. stand like it's killing me. And uh, I missed a number of speaking engagements even out of state this spring. I'm bummed about they were going to be so cool. I miss singing at church and I miss especially sitting in a booth with my friends at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> How about you? So I don't know what I'm going to do when I get my hands on you, actually. But um, I missed my nephew's wedding. I miss uh, being with my kids more and get my hands on them. I miss my coworkers and, you know, worshiping together with our congregation. I miss my Bible study babies mm -hmm. and uh, volunteering at the school. And so many people have missed major things like high school graduations, fifth grade clapouts, mm -hmm. weddings, and funerals, vacations. Yeah, I actually miss, you know, going to the grocery without a mask. And I, I miss that crowd, like that feeling of safety in numbers. So, yeah, to our point. Every one of us is missing something because everyone has lost something. And because everyone has lost something, be it big or small, everybody is grieving to some degree right now. That's because grief is associated with loss. Grief refers to the thoughts, feelings, and behaviors connected to the loss of something. It can be the loss of a relationship, a loved one, a job, an object, an animal, anything that is valued by a person. So grief comes with loss, and we've all lost something. So maybe this is a no-brainer for you, or it's new to you, but you are grieving whether you have consciously realized it or not. That's why you're so off right now. You don't feel like yourself or even you're fairly whacked out. On some level, you're encountering the grief that loss inevitably brings. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Like, uh, to some degree that we're all in this season of grief. You know, some of us stepped into this pandemic with life kind of normal and feeling the loss of things that we've talked about that we are missing. And then others, you know, we walked into the pandemic like already in hardship with, you know, maybe a broken relationship or a health crisis or financial concerns. And so now that's been loss upon loss, like such grief. You know, I used to always think that grief was, you know, uh, reserved for people when they die and ca catastrophic events. But I have learned from you and through soul healing and soul satisfaction that grief really is in the small things mm -hmm. of life, too. It's grief when we're arguing with mm -hmm. our spouse. It's grief when we're disappointed with a friend. Mm -hmm. It's grief when our plans fail. So we're all in grief. Everybody has grief. Mm -hmm. And most people tend to have the misconception that grief is associated only with tears. Yeah. It's important to know that everybody deals with grief differently. Some of us cry for days and stop caring for ourselves. Others laugh nervously or manage it through humor. Others feel numb and wonder why they're not crying or laughing like others. And even being generally irritated or agitated is not uncommon in grief either. That's because there's no right or wrong way to grieve. Yeah, yeah. So, but grieve we must mm. because feeling sadness and grief is, as we're saying, a part of everyone's life. That um, the emotion of sadness can be a tough one, but it actually is a gift mm -hmm. from God to help mm -hmm. us navigate through uh, life here on earth. So, although sadness seems like it's um, negative, it actually is a really healthy mm -hmm. way to deal with the painful circumstances in our life. Mm, so well said. Mm -hmm. So part of every one of us is sad right now. Mm -hmm. And you know that that's actually sort of a backwards kind of good thing? Yeah. Because it says in Matthew 5, 4, Blessed, Jesus said, Blessed are all those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Yeah. 
Jesus is telling us when we allow ourselves to grieve losses by feeling sadness, he'll meet us right there. Isaiah 53, 3 foreshadowed that Jesus would be a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. Of course he would be acquainted with grief because he too walked this earth filled with trouble and sorrows. Yeah, so I feel like, yes, even Jesus. Mm -hmm. And this was life-changing for me because I thought that as a, you know, a Christian, that somehow I would bypass mm. like the deep places of grief, the hurt of grief, that maybe it was the emphasis on, you know, rejoice always or give thanks in all things or that the strength, the joy of the Lord would be our strength. Mm -hmm. And all that seems so opposite from grieving. Um, so I had this false uh, thought that if you were a Christian, if you were a Jesus follower, that somehow you kind of just skim over mm -hmm. the anguish and the deep hurt of grief and land in a happy place like pretty quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's not the only misconception. Another misconception that's so common is that when it comes to this topic, we tend to think in all or none, either or types of categories, that I'm either joyful or grieving, happy or sad, upset or rejoicing. When in reality, as Kay Arthur and others describe, all of life is lived on two rails of joy and grief. We are like trains, life is like a track, and our train will run most effectively on both the rails. If we try to run on just one railway, it will not work, it's both and. And I know you know this because right now you could name something that you're really, really happy or joyful yeah. about, and you could also name something that's very upsetting right now. We can all do that. Jesus said that this both and reality, he, he described it beautifully for us in John 16, 33. He said, I'm gonna tell you this so you can have peace. And he said, in this world, you will have trouble but take heart, I've overcome the world. You see, can't you see how he's plainly laying out that joy and grief live side by side, that we're wise when we hold on to them both? And the wisdom writer in Ecclesiastes 7.18 says it this way, it is good to hold on to one without letting go of the other. A man of wisdom avoids all extremes. Right, 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 so good. Those words of Jesus that in this world will have trouble, uh, grief, but take heart, I've overcome the world, remind me so much of an example you gave in Soul Satisfaction mm -hmm. of you know this platter of you know delicious, good for me, nutritious foods, and on the same platter, this icky, uh, yucky stone, that if I looked at the platter and looked at the stone that represented grief, I might not want to eat anything on the plate, just take the plate back. But knowing that I can actually have grief on the platter and still partake of all the blessing and the good, the things that are you know wonderful for me to have. And so uh, it is this both and space of you know blessing and grief. So our intention has begin, been to try to explain to you a little bit of what you're experiencing right now. But I need to also say this. For some of you, you're not in good shape at all. You feel like you're sliding backwards. And here's why, because grief taps into grief. So even if you just have some small griefs right now, like the loss of some income or loss of time with friends, it's like a pinprick to any bigger, deeper grief you have. Therefore, if you're a person with great pain in your life, significant loss, trauma, or even tremendous dysfunction, please understand this time's going to be rough. This, it's just going to be rough on you right? As the smaller losses of today are poking at and to some degree releasing those larger griefs again. So the point is this for you and all of us, don't be intimidated by your sadness and don't misinterpret it that God is disappointed with you or frustrated for your weakness or even not close to you. No, no, no. He's closer than ever. He invites you, all of us, to bring your sadness to him and to sense him near always. 
Yeah, so be encouraged mm -hmm. that um, in this place of sadness that you invite Jesus into it with you. Like, make a list of the things mm -hmm. that are, you know, grieving you, the losses that you've had, and pour out your heart to him. Go on a walk, find a quiet space, and just lay it out for him, and let him minister to you. Let him uh, bring you comfort and peace and joy as you sit with him. Yeah, you can make a journal entry of what might have been if. Think, write, and talk about the truth that things won't ever be the way they were before this, that things are, you know, our life is not going to return to the way it was and we're not going to get fully back to normal or the way that it should be. Yeah. So this is such a big conversation and we, the Soul mm -hmm. Healing Company of Friends, have been asking Tammy for a podcast for a long time. So this is just a little taste of what we hope to do in a little mm -hmm. bit and uh, present maybe a podcast space. I want you to be watching and looking for that. Yeah. So that's why I invited yeah. Zoe today <laughs> because she's practically an expert in all things soul healing and soul satisfaction satisfaction as well as a wise teacher and mentor when it comes to walking hand in hand with Jesus as we experience grief in this life. So we're going to look forward to joining you with right. that. So, but for today, for right now, please remember that there's no right way to grieve. It doesn't mean that something's the matter with you or your faith or even that things are bad. Grief is God's tool to help us navigate loss, change, and trial. Yeah. No matter what you're grieving, whether tragic losses or daily little griefs, take comfort that he is near. One thing grievers discover is that you have a friend who knows and understands even when you can't articulate words. Healing and comfort is his ministry to you. For he came to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim release for the captives and freedom for prisoners, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. He is with you.